0: Which comes first, the content or the audience? Should you create content for your audience or find an audience for your content? This dilemma feels a lot like the chicken and egg predicament that harks back to the ancient times. And it seems to baffle content creators just as much as the chicken and egg scenario Torments scientists. So today I have decided to unpack this little conundrum starting with the answer. Well, my answer at least. Mike you're my co host on the Moonshine Moonshot YouTube series, and I disagree on the whole content before the audience, audience before the content debate. We even had our own little chicken and egg race, which you can watch on the companion YouTube episode if you want to check it out. But spoiler, The egg won. Full disclosure, it wasn't an official race. Check it out anyway though, it might make you giggle. Back to the debate of the day. In Mike's words, you really need to find an audience for your content rather than the other way around. But in my opinion, and it's only my opinion, it is the other way around. Your content has to come first. And I know this might come as a bit of a shock considering how much I carry on about knowing your audience. But if you try too hard to create content specifically for your audience, also known in my book, as people pleasing, you'll just end up losing your point of view and your point of view is really important. Sure, you need to understand who you're talking to and craft content that they can relate to. But that content still has to reflect you as the creator. So let me step back for a moment. If you're a first time listener here on Moonshine, Moonshot, You're probably thinking, who is this person telling me all this? Well, I'm your host and my name's Sue Collins and I'm speaking to you about all things visual communications, specifically to help you craft better videos for your own work. And why? Because the world does not need any more boring videos. Nobody sets out to make a boring video, but that is exactly what can happen when you don't have all the info on how to make a great one. Sometimes just a few small tips is the difference between a dull video and one that shines. So that's what this is all about, sharing with you the things I've learned in over a decade of producing video content in all shapes and sizes. And today, It's the chicken and the egg, the audience or the content which comes first. So let me explain my thinking a bit more on this. There is no point creating content if it's not meaningful to you. And as a business owner, a marketing professional, filmmaker or a communications manager, the content you put out into the world needs to showcase your values, your offering your perspective. See where I'm going with this? The key word is your. Yes, that might sound a little bit navel-gazy, but I am assuming you have something to say. Otherwise, why would you be thinking about creating content in the first place? And of course, you still need your content to appeal to your audience. It needs to answer their questions or solve their problems or Make them consider things in a new light or maybe you even just need them to smile on their Wednesday night commute home from work. Whatever you're shooting for is fine. But, and I know it sounds like I'm contradicting myself a little here, but just be sure to tap into what your audience cares about before going full steam ahead with your content creation. Ask yourself, what will interest or engage your audience and craft your content accordingly. The trick is to think about what you care about, discover what your audience cares about, and pinpoint where those two things intersect. And look, well, Well, you can't look because this is a podcast. But when you're next near a desktop, check out the fancy Venn diagram that illustrates what I mean. And you can find the companion blog with that Venn diagram at moonshinecommunicationsacademy.com. And, okay, the diagram is not that fancy, but it does help to have a visual reference for a concept sometimes, particularly one like this. And what this diagram is showing is what you need to think about. Think about yourself, you, as one circle on the diagram. What is it that you want to say? And then there's a second circle, which is your audience. What do they care about? And then overlap these two things and create your content so it sits where what you want to say and what your audience care about overlap. That's your sweet spot. And it's true that every aspect of creating content comes back to understanding who your ideal audience is and what will light their eyes up. But that is not always easy to know right from the get-go. Sometimes you have to trial different types of content to see what your audience is resonating with and what they're responding to, and then you can iterate from there. And that is actually where analytics tools can come to the rescue. No matter if you're publishing a blog to your website, a video to YouTube or a flashy image on Instagram or possibly even a lengthy caption to Facebook, you will be able to see from the analytics on that platform if your audience is into it or simply clicking away. With intuitive tools like Facebook Insights, Google Analytics, YouTube Analytics You can easily identify what type of content your audience is responding to. You can also learn more about who they are, well, at a very surface level at least, with those demographic data sets that are provided by those analytics tools. Usually it's things like their age, geographical location, gender or broad interests. And you can do some investigative work on your own as well. Look at your social media following. What comments are you receiving? Who's sharing and liking your content? All of these insights will go a long way in helping you to understand if the content you're slogging over is resonating. And you might also want to take a look around you to see what your competitors are producing. Subscribe to their YouTube channels, follow them on Twitter or sign up to their newsletters. You could even attend a seminar or a conference if they're running something. You know, we can all get out into the world again. Lockdowns are over. So go be there in person. And it's not about copying or emulating them. And I want to be really clear about this. You want to be uniquely you, but you can learn a lot about what their audiences are responding to. And if their audience is similar to your audience, that could be really useful. So observe what you learn, but keep doing your own thing. You can learn from what other competitors are doing, but use your unique perspective. Remember, your unique point of view is what will set you apart from all the other content producers out there and there are a lot. So you're going to feel much more satisfied as a creator when you think about it this way. Plus, it's why your audience will be interested in your work because they want to hear from you and the way you think about things. By the way, it's okay to experiment. When it comes to creating content, most people are just throwing things out there and seeing what sticks and so should you. So go on, experiment, play with different types of content or ways of expressing yourself. Yes, you may stumble, and you may also stumble on an angle that has your audience hanging on your every word, and how great would that be? Still, I know it's not always easy to identify who your audience is, particularly at the very beginning, when you simply don't have the analytics or data insights that I mentioned earlier, and that's partly why I created the course, Find your ideal audience to give you a head start on the research. If you're serious about creating content, people will climb over each other to see. It is definitely something you should check out. It's a really straightforward system that I use to define the audiences for all the projects that we create at Moonshine Agency, and it's an incredibly useful tool to have in your toolkit. So Check it out. Head over to moonshinecommunicationsacademy.com and you can find all the details there. But for now, that's all I've got to say. Chicken and egg, audience or content. Let me know what you think. Leave me some comments on social and I'm really curious. How do you go about creating your content? Do you start with the audience first or do you start with the content and then try and find your audience? Let me know. Speak to you next week back again on Tuesday.